welcome to episode two of DDDSK. Um, we got D here, and you guys remember Dano. Um, to all our dozens and dozens of fans out there, we are going <laughs> to roll into episode two. couple things. Um, right now, the main current episodes we'll be doing is the challenge which the challenge plays on Wednesday as of now because MTV hasn't heard about us yet I guess we are not getting screeners <laughs> so <laughs> we are watching live on Wednesday that'll come though that's coming and soon the goal <laughs> I I am as long as the word gets spread I am pretty confident on that and uh, the goal is to have a challenge pot out by like Friday afternoon. Um, probably have a few more guests. Last week was just two of us. Um, we'll talk more about our fantasy leagues. But for most of you, and actually probably every single person in the world, we are all in quarantine and we are all locked down. Hopefully everybody's staying safe. So we decided to add a little bit of extra things to the pod. And... We didn't really talk about it much last week, but Dano and I met in middle school. Um, we were eighth grade Center Ridge basketball champions. Well, we met in uh, fifth grade, right? <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I I didn't move to the countryside until beginning of sixth grade. Oh, but, right, so we, right. I mean, we it met was basketball. Uh, very very end of fifth grade. Yeah, yeah, basketball. Eighth grade champs. Uh, Dano headed out to Russia to work for the Stranger Things people or something. Something like that. He came back He came back right before junior year of high school. Uh, we moved on. He went to Virginia Tech. I went to WVU. Both were pretty fratastic, which worked out well. Um, but Shout out to SAE. We had, you know, we had a few very – we had a lot of friends in common. We hung out a bunch – around junior and senior year and for anybody and I guess we'll age us we graduated high school in 05 so we're going to talk about a show a little show you may have heard of called the OC iconic this show debuted in August of 2003 August of 2003. Oh, oh, Can I tell you where I was at that time? Let me know where you, where you were watching the first show. So we were moving back from Moscow to the great Potomac Falls, Virginia, and still <laughs> in a hotel. So uh, there wasn't really much to watch other than, you know, whatever was on network TV. So... Me and yeah. my three sisters fired up the OC, and the rest is history. Iconic TV show. <laughs> and the funny thing is, for people our age, I mean, I don't know anybody who didn't at least give it, give it, give it a shot. Like, I mean, yeah, I agree. The, my first memory, and I'll never forget this. It's actually kind of funny. I used to work for a pretty pretty great establishment 
that was similar to Boston Market but uh, did not make it. And I was sent home one day because I was not in the right state of mind. No need to elaborate. I was was struggling a little bit. And I was laying in my living room couch. And all of a sudden, I see this the OC. And I threw it on. And as you said earlier, the rest was freaking history. Um, I say that, but did honestly, you, I, did I you... wasn't hooked after the first episode. It it took it took yeah. It t- well, so you so you didn't you didn't watch other shows, right? You didn't watch other teen dramas, correct? Um, nothing really live. Uh, I mean, I'm a huge Friday Night okay. Lights fan, and I got into Laguna Beach like a little afterwards, but otherwise, right. it's yeah. I mean, Friday Night Lights. I think Friday Night Lights came in like '06. Um, actually doing some research, One Tree Hill debuted a month after the OC, which that's probably why I was locked into both of those right and away. You were One Tree Hill, um, Dawson's Creek, you were everything, right? Yeah, and so we'll see. Dawson's Creek was '98, so five years beforehand. And I mean, I was a little late. I mean, kids was a little early for us, but I was a little late to the table. But I was in on that. Um, Nine hundred two and zero was nineteen ninety. By the time did you what? I definitely had been. Did you watch that? I've been watching it on like the Soap Network. Oh yeah, dude. Some so of you're it, everything. You're some of it everything. I don't. And then I've I've made a point in recent years. I've I've got like all Party of Five on DVD. I've I mean, <laughs> Vanderpump. <laughs> you're, this uh... is. <laughs> well, of course. I mean that's that's different. The, the realities are different. I'm talking scripted is, dramas is about not teenagers and college kids and their inks. Van Rump is reality. These are not reality. These are scripted oh, yeah, shows. Yeah, That's it, what we're it, talking about it. here. Come on, man. Um, so I think it's funny. I think that the reason we like it so much is because it was like such in a sweet spot of like going into junior year. Kids are partying, hanging out with girls. What's going on? Like, and I think that's the reason that even like somebody like, like you and like I know a bunch of our buddies who didn't watch any other shows, but like the OC was like. I mean, prime yeah. viewing I mean, pleasure. You you couldn't miss after it. the after the you know? mid season break, uh, in the first season, all like everyone was into it, and we we used to have watch parties like yeah. every week when it when it aired. Yeah, exactly. And that's like which was the was only on show we, we ever weren't even like allowed yet. to go out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I. Re- it's kind of embarrassing. I remember like leaving fraternity parties. <laughs> Or like not leaving, but like there'd be a party at like a girl's house, like he was in a sorority, and I'd be like, "Yeah, he's have a TV." <laughs> We're not watching the OC here. What's going on? <laughs> no, and no, but then like you know, the four girls would love it. Of course, they would think that I'm not into them that way. But <laughs> we, uh, I would always find a way, especially it was before DVR, so I'd always find a way to watch the OC. Um. All right, so. That's the background on DDDSK and on how the OC happened. Episode one of the OC, you said you were in a hotel room. I was recovering from a night of doing things I wasn't supposed to. But it was awesome. You said you weren't hooked. I was freaking locked in from the jump. 
so let's <laughs> you want to go through how that how that episode went and what you were thinking? Yeah, let's do it. All right, my main thing after rewatching last night, um, just like every show, and like you know, and when we get through these, we're, we're gonna meet a million characters. You know, it's gonna be we're gonna meet a million different boyfriends, girlfriends, all that stuff. But I thought it was awesome. It was like the four kids that we needed to know about, we learned about. Um, and then the parents that at least in the beginning we need to know about, we know about, you know, we got a little bit of, we got a little bit of Luke in there, which we'll talk about later, but it was, it was the, the, the characters that were important. We got their storyline and we were ready to rock from there. Um, so the show starts with two young men stealing a car. Yeah, yeah, an, old, an older brother teaching a younger brother the like age old, you know, growing up tale of how to steal a car. <laughs> and I guess if we get into this later, we can talk about the fact that it was a completely yeah, different actor than the guy that ended Trey. up playing. Trey. It's all right. This is a pilot that happens a lot for, for side yeah. characters. In pi- yeah, in pilot, I, I wasn't worried about it. I, I you know, let it go. Uh, they crashed the car. Of course, Ryan, Ryan, who is the younger brother, gets out of jail because he was a first-time offender and not 18. Trey's facing life, or not life, <laughs> years in prison. Yeah, he's uh, he has pride. And enter, enter one of the greatest characters that we know, Sandy Kellen. The man, the myth, the legend. Um, I mean, just... Peter Gallagher had a career before this and like, you know, people of other generations will know him from other things, but especially in the first few seasons, just such a good guy. It's like, and uh, it's hard to believe, which I mean, it is hard to believe, but and an all time TV dad and some of the greatest eyebrows of all time. <laughs> his, his eyebrows are known for their, I don't know if you see, like in Mr. Deeds, he's a bad guy, and I'm like, this doesn't yeah, make no, sense. Yeah, he's, like, he's Sandy's he's the ultimate Sandy, does, <laughs> Sandy would never do that. Um, and then we have Ryan's mom who flies in, hits the curb, uh, <laughs> pops her tire. It's pretty obvious right off the jump that Ryan's home life is not good. And he gets kicked out of his house with, I guess, her. And her boyfriend? Yeah, Ryan. Uh, like, I don't Ryan, think his dad's Ryan in the picture. Punches her boyfriend and then basically leaves. Uh yes, and he has nowhere to go. And he, I think you made a note of this. He goes to a the payphone. Pay yes. And he's he's pumping in quarters yeah. to see where he can go for the night. <laughs> which, um, I've, even at even in no even in no three, I think I had like a crappy next to or no, I had like a little like Nokia. That or was something probably right there. around when I got my first <laughs> cell phone. Honestly, I think actually in that hotel room, my sister, younger sister, and I had had share it. Yeah, no, I know, I I know, I had a, I had a Nextel at least by with the one where you could do a little walkie talkie. Yeah. So uh, the pay the payphone. I'm was surprised great. you didn't go with the <laughs> like one eight hundred calls. So he was actually putting quarters in. 
<laughs> he was running out yeah. though until you found Sammy's call, card. Call collect. And um obviously he gives his he gives his lawyer a call, his state appointed attorney, and Sandy, the great man that he is, comes and picks Ryan up and takes him back to his Orange County mansion. He's known him for about <laughs> two hours. But he, he sees himself <laughs> he in him back. Most, most importantly. Yeah. Yeah, we do find out that Sandy is from Brooklyn, so that's a big deal. Brian wakes up in the pool house. Yeah, so then he, w- he wakes no, up in he... a different world after that. Wakes up in the pool house. Which, which I mean, in, in Chino, where Ryan is from, they don't even have more than two rooms in their house. So the pool house was a whole other world. Probably 99% of people um, are from, they don't have pool houses. In, in fairness to Chino. <laughs> very true. And get, don't get me wrong, it was it was Ryan's first night there that he met Marissa, correct? Yeah, they met uh, like when they met when at the end. Um, Sandy was talking to uh, Kirsten about letting him in, and then met and like shared right. a cigarette, which is appar- apparently so, the only time on the show they actually smoked a cigarette. All the rest, they're just holding it. Oh, there's actually smoking of yeah, the cigarettes. Fast, fast fact. Um, so Marissa asks Ryan who he is, and he says, "Whoever you want me to be." Uh, just a, a great line. <laughs> when I was 16, and a hot chick asked me who I was, I feel like I would yeah. tell her my name and who I was from. You never used whoever then, you want me to be. I mean, <laughs> this whole scene. And then he continues on by saying, you know, the actual story, the true story. But he was saying it as a, you know, as an actor, like he was completely untrue. Yeah. Stole a car. Um, she asked. Yeah. The, the way he talks <laughs> is just so over the top. She asked for a cigarette. He lights with it, his own cigarette, with his cigarette. Yes. With his cigarette. And then he walks away, like slowly backing up. And <laughs> and you know right away he's a badass. That, that really threw me off. I was I was like he's such a badass, but at the same time, like what the also, hell is he's he doing? He's a huge overactor, established right away. Yes, that was. And I think I mean you know these are shows that there's overacting happens. But I was reading the reviews on he Wikipedia, was, and he for the pilot he was the only one that got trashed for it. No, I, I completely agree, though, that his overacting when, like, he, he gave her this look, and I'm like, this is not even close to being right. Um, So, she, Sandy comes out, makes it weird. She goes out with. Oh, that's when Luke rolls up in his right. uh, giant pickup yeah, truck. Yeah, I don't know if, I, I think, we might have to wait to, like, we, we might have to just do, a, like, a whole Luke segment. I don't know if we, yeah, we'll just, we'll, we can't we'll break down Luke, that. like, as we'll is. That until... Yeah, she gets picked up by her boyfriend. She picks, gets picked up by her boyfriend in a big truck. He's obviously, like, you know, one of the cool guys. He says, who the hell is that kid? Um, but she invites him to this fashion show they have the next day. 
which I guess is part of the community. I mean, I don't think we need to go over too much. Ryan wakes up. Him and Seth are playing video games. They go sailing. I guess it's kind of a big thing that we learned Seth has named his boat after Summer, who he has not actually spoken to (laughs) in real life. (laughs) And he has Summer Breeze is named after a girl that we don't know who she is yet, but and Ryan's kind of like, oh, awesome. You guys are going to go sailing together. And we kind of realize, no, not so much. Or at least for now. Um, Seth has big plans of sailing to Tahiti. Once again, we don't know how old they are at this moment, but when we find out they're 16, that seems a little insane. Yeah, we don't <laughs> we don't need to get into that quite yet, but the ages are a little hard <laughs> yeah. to believe. What do you think? What do you... What do you want to say about the Cooper house? The, uh, the guests at the Cooper house. Wait, say that again. Your whole question broke up. The guests that come to the fashion or the, to the Cooper's house. When the FBI comes. Yeah. It's just absurd. Like Marissa's reaction and the excuse that Jimmy Cooper tries to give to Marissa. Like, Oh, it's just a problem with the client. And uh, that's why the FBI is here knocking on our door. I think I would have asked a follow-up question or two if I was Marissa. <laughs> and then we we also kind of meet. Yeah, like that's when we first meet Jimmy, Marissa's dad, uh, Julie, her mom, who we will get to know very well in the coming seasons. And is, and the best quote of the episode. Um, what does she say? Oh, do you like my hair straight? This straight, or is it too Avril Lavigne? Just <laughs> perfectly shows the time and uh, what Julie Cooper. Was the mom all about. says that, or Marissa yeah, no, says that. the mom says that. Oh my god! Yeah, Avril Lavigne. I guess that was right when like Skater Boy was ripping it. Um, it's funny. I actually I made a comment that. When, and this is later on in the episode, but when they get in a, the Jeep for the party, All American Rejects is on. I mean, the soundtrack and, in general is just, is. No, I, I just said, I, I said, I'm really excited to rewatch Strictly to hear the songs because it's going to, it's, <laughs> it's just so going to bring us back to 03 to 09 or 03 to 08, whatever. And it's going to be fantastic. Well, 03 to 08 um, for you, psychos that stuck through to the end. Well, I don't know if I even did. I think, yeah, it's going to be new for you us. You said you cried, you, you cried when Marissa died. Whoa, bro. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, apologies. <laughs> apologies. <laughs> but, that's, but that's not even the end. It's like, I think that's season three. I don't even know. I, I mean, I think I finished it, but I, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't well, too involved. I, this is a promise to the DDSK fans. We will not be doing season three OC recaps. <laughs> Maybe maybe just a one one pod recap of the whole thing, but uh, hosted by yeah, D, we can't we D can't we can't no we can't break down every up on that. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy, dude. All right, so then we get to a fashion show, which it's all the big wigs in town. Everybody's in their 
you know, Sunday's best. You know, everybody's dressed to the nines. And Ryan orders a seven and seven. Clock. Which I feel like he gets served because I feel like when you're when you're like a at a rich place, they like aren't supposed to ask for IDs, you know, when it's not like at a bar or whatever. So I that's believable he got served. But first of all, seven and seven is just the most random drink for a sixteen year old order. And then is it Kirsten takes it away from him, correct? That's right, yeah. But it just establishes him as a bad boy, though. Seven and seven. <laughs> yeah. He, he's not even worried about it. He's, he doesn't. I remember, like, the first time I was underage at my cousin's wedding, and they were like, I think I have a fake ID. Like, what do you need? And I was like, oh, a martini. And they're like, what kind? I'm like, vodka. I, I had no clue what I was ordering. It. I mean, it was pure vodka. It was terrible. So I wish I knew about a seven and seven at that point. <laughs> but yeah, it yeah, you're right. It just shows that Ryan's doing what it, what Ryan wants to do. Yeah. Um, uh, wait. Side question: Would you rather have a mushroom leek crescent or a crab and brie filo? <laughs> is, is that the freaking menu? <laughs> That's what uh, the like guy walking around with his tray offers to them when they first walk in at this party. Oh. Oh well, dude. When it, when it comes to um, hors d'oeuvres, I'm I'm having a little bit of everything. That's that's too easy. I mean, I don't even I don't care what they say. When it's hors d'oeuvres, I'm taking it. But I don't have any idea what either one of those are. But they sound fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I love. It. What was the second one? Crab what? Crab and brie filo. Filo is like a pastry, apparently. I I googled oh, that. Dude, Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Oh yeah. Um, that's that's crab and brie and a filo. Yeah, give me that all day. Yeah. When I no, when I worked in the country club, the filo is like a is like a pastry wrap thing. It's good stuff. Um. All right. So, a few notes I had from the fashion show. I know that you had mentioned Jimmy, Marissa's dad, pukes in the bathroom. So we kind of start figuring out that this FBI stuff is not just random or there's a little more going on there um well yeah the guy before he pukes the like sandy said comments that jimmy had spent more on marissa's dress than he makes in a year and someone else at the table is like yeah that's why we let him manage our money and that immediately (laughs) struck me like uh like yeah uh that is such a stupid thing to say like (laughs) Oh, because he just wastes money yeah. means he's good at money. Maybe that's more of a red flag than like a, you know, positive indicator. Yeah. No, and like, I mean, and we'll get we'll go through this. I mean, Jimmy's Jimmy's a good guy, but this definitely this definitely kind of just gives us a little clue into what's happening there. Um, one thing I had is Marissa was the host of this fashion show, correct? Theoretically, she was. Well, so I mean, so she did the introduction. She was in the fashion show. She she seemed to be the host. Um, I remember when I was I was in Deco, we had fashion shows. At no point is the sophomore girl the host. Where is the seniors in this whole situation? This, I mean, and but one thing, 
and I know you've you've made some points about their age and all that stuff. I think when it's a pilot, when it's like a first season, showrunners are like in shows try not to say how old they are because they have no idea how long it's going to last. Like, because they probably were going into this episode saying they're seniors. Yeah, but then the, but then they're like, they were like oh, oh, we, we actually did good. We got we got some seasons here. Let's keep it in high school. But as you're watching, when you know what we know. It's like, why in the world would this 16-year-old girl be the host? It just doesn't make any sense. There, there's got to be, like, you know, the chaps in the cheerleading team or something. It it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, um, that's a great point. I and, nev- never picked uh, up on that. Yeah, I mean, maybe just, you know, as somebody who's, you know, I was – I. I worked my way up in the deck of fashion <laughs> show, and by the senior year, I was I was the finale. So I, I kind of get well, it. Well, but now, uh, <laughs> now think about it. Not not to really give up spoilers, but was Luke the captain of the soccer team? Wasn't he? That's like, what I'm saying. It, I think I, when the when you first start, it's like it's they they don't think about and you know we've talked about Friday Night Lights. They don't think about grades. They think about just getting yeah, a season. Yeah, I mean. And we'll that, see you. From there, that's fair. When we that's get to Friday, when we get to Friday Night Lights, especially if we're still in quarantine, folks, we'll we'll deep dive big time on oh, that one. I can't wait for that. Um, one. um, but last thing is, which is fantastic, Ryan, not Seth, gets invited to a party, which seems to be, you know, the cool kids, Marissa, Summer, all them. Uh, the girl's name is Holly, correct? Yeah. Holly's having a beach party. Um, and I like your your comment was stereotype city. If you want to lean in on that. They, they just kind of panned from each corner of the party. And it was like the like uh, the, the cokeheads in one corner, the potheads in one corner, the like smoke shows in one corner, uh, like the jocks with the smoke shows. Like it was just. Yeah, everything like was the kids over, beer. over the top. Yeah, and out on the table, like a giant bomb. Kids playing People, beer pong, like, doing lines. Like the palsiest sixteen-year-old party of all time. <laughs> Honestly, like, you know, I uh, I know I went to a few, I went to a few parties. Uh, definitely didn't experience anything like that. Um, uh, yeah, mostly especially uh, yeah. I would say drug users are more discreet than that from the parties I went yeah, to. Yeah, until, Wait, until you get to college, witness. I guess. <laughs> until, until you get to college. Um, Depending on and, college. No, but... West Virginia, yeah. maybe. Hey, take it easy. Take it easy. Um, no, but it was... You're absolutely right. It was like everybody just... And, I mean, I, I do think that some of these rich neighborhoods, like, you know, we've never been to Orange County and stuff. I do think some of these kids get away with things more than a suburb wood type stuff. But you're right. This one, I mean, they got a fire going on the beach. They got just drugs and drinks everywhere, and they're just ripping house. Um, So, yeah, I agree. Um, To me, the party is the best party episode. Yeah, oh, yeah. It kind of just shows, I mean, it's the most action that gets things going. Well, and Um, it leads to the fight, which was the ultimate. Yeah. So, oh, and shoot. So, I think this this will be a good time to introduce 
one of the greatest characters in the history of television. Um, his name is Luke. Let's go. He, so like we said, we see him quickly pick up Marissa in his jacked up truck. And he says, you know, who the hell is that guy? And then I forgot to mention when they are at the party, the fancy adult party, Seth kind of taps Luke and says, you know, hey, how was your summer? And in 2020, this would not roll, but Luke says, suck it, queer, <laughs> and walks away, <laughs> which, like I said, is I, we are not condoning that. It was, but it just, in 2003, I mean, that, that, that worked, I guess. <laughs> did but, people really, like, do that in high school? Just, like, well, well especially I, I, a, I, I guess it did, but. I don't know. Not at well, maybe maybe at maybe at Holly's party that would have made sense, but not not at the party with all the parents and all the <laughs> yeah, suits just like, and all. At a Holly's like party, 20, it could have made sense. Yeah, like a <laughs> that few, few that would, beers deep or something. But yeah. Um. So speaking of Luke, who's obviously Marissa's boyfriend, he's kind of wondering who Ryan is, but he's kind of doing his own thing. He's. He's the cool he's, guy on the block. He's the, yeah, we're making we're making it seem like he's the man. And he asks a random girl to go hang out on the beach. He says, "What about Marissa?" And he says, "No, it's all good." Um, as a teen drama watcher, which I mentioned earlier, the the cool guy who has a girlfriend who's not ready to have sex is like the most like overdone thing in the world. But <laughs> like, I mean, they're, they're literally at the same party. And I know when we were 16, it wasn't like, Hey, I can go bang this chick and the other chick will be standing right there. Maybe you weren't, you weren't as cool as everybody else. Yeah. I want, I want to meet <laughs> that guy who was just like, Hey, yeah. let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go into this room. It's all good. And like, Hey, you know, maybe we are, we're we're jumping to conclusions here. Maybe Luke just wanted to talk to her, <laughs> but if I had to guess, if I had to guess, he was he was trying to take things down. Um, and it's just so like, and then of course, of course, Marissa sees Ryan and takes his drink and says, "What's up?" And then his, she's his drink filled with air. Yeah. So you uh, you were saying that? Do you think do you think there was nothing in in the cup? Well, right, he picks up the cup, has it like ho- he's holding it horizontally, and then she grabs it and takes a sip from it as if he's poured <laughs> something into it. But he was like, he was like searching. I didn't for even the notice that part to pour into it while she walked up. I didn't even notice that part. I and, just noticed that and she, she took his drink. I didn't yeah, know that. And then she walks away drinking it. It's that oh, sweet, that's fantastic, that sweet, sweet air. <laughs> and then you obviously know I mean they're they're putting in they're putting in feelers that you know at some point Marissa and Ryan it's gonna something's gonna happen, you know. Which I mean, even when you the first time you watch the show you're gonna know you knew that from the jump. But um we end up with Seth being hammered and he's coming to look for Ryan. And Summer is trying to flirt with Ryan. Summer, as we mentioned, the one whose boat 
who Seth's boat's named after. And, and it looks, looks like also hammered. And yes, very hammered. And then Seth calls him out for being from Chino. Just straight dodges him. Yeah, which I guess is, you know, too a really bad thing. I don't know. I didn't know that was we're not from that area, so I guess we wouldn't know. Um so Seth's nor, all upset and he's huh? Nor do we judge where people are from. Never. Never. I don't know why you would grow up. <laughs> Um, you know, in summer, summer immediately is like, ew, Chino. Oh my God. So Seth's all pissed. He runs to the beach. Ryan's all upset because he seems to have friended Seth. And back to one of the greatest characters ever. Luke, for some reason, is immediately like messing with Seth, trying to fight him. No, it was two of uh, his friends. Oh, it was his buddies. His buddies. Yeah, I think he was still with his uh, friend uh, conversing on the beach. <laughs> Chatting it up about, yeah. the upcom- about the upcoming school year. <laughs> yeah, talking about their homework. And then we heard one of the friends said, go home, geek. And then the, and... the other one follows it up <laughs> with, suck ass. <laughs> Which... I've never used suck ass, but I guess that was maybe maybe I did. Maybe no three. You know what? <laughs> if if I, I haven't, I, I will start. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to never say never. Um and of course Ryan comes to save the day. Uh and, you know and the line Do we have a problem it. here? Do we have a problem here? You tell me. Um the thing that sucks. Looking back now, at the time it was kind of whatever, but Ryan would have won that fight. But then his buddies. What? what? Ryan, no, Ryan would have beat Luke in that fight. It was Ryan and Ryan, who's like 5'5, five, five, and Seth versus three no. three guys, including Luke. No, that I was in a bloodbath. No, I mean, if it was Ryan versus Luke straight up. Oh. Ryan's like 5'5, yes. five, five, and he went yeah, to EVA. But he's from Chino, bro. I'm saying I'm talking about the characters in the show. Ryan would have Ryan was beating Luke in that fight. They were rolling. Well, he he. I mean, in in fairness to Luke, Ryan cold cocked him. Like Ryan threw the first punch. You gotta be you gotta be ready, bro. If you're fighting, you're beating up his buddy. I mean, in my well, we might have a whole pot on this one, but (laughs) I, I was thinking Ryan versus Luke straight up at that moment, Ryan would have won. But his buddy, his cronies came in and Ryan's only crony is freaking Seth. So obviously you can't, you know, yeah, that's, that's not, that's, that's not going to go well. Fair. But yes, the line of, you heard, you said it earlier, the line of the episode, possibly the line of the series. And to this day, and I mean, you can ask, I'm in numerous group chats. My absolute favorite GIF. I use it way too much. Luke punches him and says, you give it to me, Tori. Welcome to the OC, bitch. <laughs> when a guy's decked out in Abercrombie and Puka shells, <laughs> knocks, knocks you out and says, welcome and to then, the OC, bitch. And then fixes his middle part. <laughs> God, that was so freaking good. And like I said, I mean, like, yeah, you won't probably be hosting when I, if I ever do some other shows, because, you know, you haven't watched them. 
But the like the bad boy, like tough guy. I mean, he plays it so well, and, and like they they wrote him so well. Everything about his character is his lifted truck is, you know, his button up shirt. I, every everything was so good. Luke is so good. The, the, the puka shells, as you said, just tops it all off. <laughs> yeah, it's just the welcome to the OC, bitch. Oh man, it's so good. But all right, so we. We leave the party. I don't. How did they, do we know how they got home? Um, no, I think it just cut. It just cuts to them waking up. Yeah, thinking the pool house. Well, no, or no, also. Uh, no, it cuts to the pool house, but they're not asleep yet, right? Well, and then Ryan <laughs> saves the day with his yeah, new, with his new friend I mean. Marissa. When hit her. She has the worst friends ever that just drop <laughs> her off in the driveway. All I was thinking about was like if I was sixteen and my friends instead of like just taking them to their house just literally laid me in my driveway. I would have been yeah. furious. And I like, probably yeah, I would never talk to them again. Like what and that's the only fuck? at sixteen, put, literally. Put 18. me in your basement or something. <laughs> yeah. I mean we went through some stuff. Um I know we've talked about our boy Jamie slept in the trunk of my Jeep because he couldn't get into a car. Like, you, you do what you got to do. You don't just leave somebody. No, just... <laughs> Literally, and like, what I was thinking while I was watching it, what if Ryan wasn't there? Was she literally just being in the driveway and wait, you know, wait? Yeah, well, I, I mean, <laughs> nothing would have happened to her in that neighborhood, I suppose, but... No, but I mean, her parents coming out and it's still like, yeah, like the worst look ever. Hopefully she would have woken up before her parents came out and like, I mean, definitely climbed in. Definitely would have got a sunburn. Yeah. (laughs) Let's not overthink that, bud. Yeah, it's a good point. (laughs) Us fair skins always got to think about it. Yeah, let's not forget that. Um, So, yes. And then. Yeah, I don't. Did he? So he took her into her house. I was, I was confused. I thought he took her into the pool house, but it, I, I guess he found the I, keys. No, I think it was their his pool house because that's then, why he's sleeping on the couch. And okay, they, and then like, she woke up. Immediately, for, they yeah. yeah they cut to the bed and it's empty. Oh, okay. I'm assuming that's where she was sleeping. And then she woke up before Sandy and Kirsten got there. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. and then I mean we're wrapping up here. Unfortunately. Seth has a black eye. Seth is very hungover. So Kirsten is not happy. And he just comes and he just comes straight out and admit it. Like she was like, What did you do? And he's like, Oh, I was drinking and got into a fight. (laughs) At 16, is that what you're responsible for? I think I would have tried to make up some sort of some sort of move. Maybe we were wrestling in someone's basement or yeah, that is that has never been my response that quick. Good on Seth. I guess, Honesty is the best policy. But I guess I mean at the time he kind of screws screws Ryan over. Um, so yeah. then Ryan gets shipped out because Seth's mom is not having it. She's very wealthy, even though Sandy's trying to talk her into it. She she wants him out. Um, one of the. I don't know if this is the right thing to say, but one of the saddest scenes I've seen in television in a long time. I don't know if I felt this at the time, but Sandy drops Ryan off. 
No, even before that, Ryan cooking the breakfast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirsten coming in, and she's just like, just kicks him out after he cooked the giant yeah, breakfast. You got to go. For the family. So, yeah, and then he goes, she's like, she, she, he says bye to Seth. Seth hugs him because Seth's never had a friend before. <laughs> Gives him a map, tells him to find his Tahiti. <laughs> Which, like, Ryan's probably like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? <laughs> but, yeah, but, but yeah, you're right. I miss I miss that part about cooking the breakfast. Then he goes back. They get to his house. Yeah, and it is completely empty. And most people would have drove off, but of course, our hero Sandy Cohen. He's he's right there. He walks in. He understands what's happening. I obviously Ryan's Ryan's whole family has left. And Sandy says, Let's go. Pats him on the shoulder. And we're heading back to the OC. Yeah, and we get that I I mean, one of the best scenes ever. Just them them driving back with the sad slash happy music. Yep. Bike bike in the trunk. Oh yeah. We're we're doing this thing, right? Yeah. Let's go. And then from there, I think, I mean, obviously this was seventeen years ago, but I was like, oh, maybe, oh, so this kid's gonna be around. I, I literally didn't even know what the show was about, but watching it last night, I'm like, all right, we're ready to rock. Seth and Ryan versus versus the whole OC, and I'm uh, I'm really excited to see where we go from here. To be honest with you, I agree. Like I agree. Um, I I would like you to start watching some of the other shows so we can get on other stuff, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> but uh, that, honestly, I tried to start Laguna Laguna Beach last night just to see what that was like, and uh, they're they're too young. Oh, Laguna right that. now. Oh my god! Yeah, I would yeah, I would not be able to do that. Oh, but real quick, last last thing, last um, thing, last thing cool. before we go. Um, because once again, remember, we have the OC, and then we have the challenge. But you had mentioned how much you could not believe their ages. Oh, are you about to hit me? I'm just ages? saying, at the time of the pilot, they're supposed to be 18 in the pilot, right? But it it turns out yeah. they're sixteen because, like I said, they switched it. Luke at the time of the pilot was twenty three. Seth twenty four, Marissa eighteen, Summer twenty two, and Ryan twenty four. I don't think it was as bad as people made it out to be. No, that's what I'm saying. Like at at the time I was watching it, like I never, that was never an issue yeah. for me. But but now looking back, okay, um, all right, being significantly <laughs> older than a sophomore in high school, I think, I, uh, it just I, seems. It just. I could buy fun. it with. I could buy it with most of the girls, and like maybe. Um. No, I guess I couldn't buy it with Luke or Seth. No, you're right. I just. <laughs> but I think there's been some shows where like the 18 year olds are literally like 32 and stuff. So it's, it, it was, not... yeah, no, I mean, it's on par for yeah. every high school. I, drama yeah. Average, I try, I try so. to, I try to block it out. That's, you know, 
I try to be- I try to take yeah. the belief of what what they're doing. But yeah, that was one thing I I saw that you mentioned, and I wanted to comment on that. All right, so back to Ryan at the beginning, who's apparently ninety eighth percentile in the SATs. <laughs> What do you think the 98th percentile would get you in 2003? I mean, he's got to, that's got to be like a 1560 or something. Like, that's got to be, right? If 1600 is a perfect score. Wait, say that. Like what was your guess? 60? Is that right? 1560 is 99 plus right. percentile. So 98 is 1450 to 1480. Okay. I mean, that's still. Much much better than I did, kid. <laughs> you wanna you wanna you wanna reveal? I mean, your I got eleven fifty. I took it once. I'm all good. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> now that filled out your application. Yeah, I, already, I got it. That's all. That's all I got a w. W. I got a I got a scholarship the day of, so we're all good. All right, I think that's all. I have. <laughs> that's pretty funny that. So you looked up the SAT scores. That's great. Yeah, I've got uh, SAT historical percentiles <laughs> for 2005, 2004, 2003 website. All right, up. we can do one one last thing. I know we've said one last thing a few times. Theme song. It's great. It's it's fantastic. I think it. I think it works perfectly for the show. Are you a fan of it? Or yeah, of the theme song. Uh, yeah, I would put it probably top five greatest TV yeah. show. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a search on that for the next time for episode two. Because um, yeah, it's right up there with coming coming clean by uh, Hillary, which Duff. is a fantastic one. But then also just the uh, the instrumental for Friday Night Lights to me is up there. You know, to to, to me it's yeah, like if, if you hear true. something and you immediately correlate it to a, a show. That that's like a big part of it. Um, those 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 that yeah. Friday Night Lights instrumental just it just kills me. Um, it's great. It's so perfect. I love yeah, coming clean and then. I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll come up with this for the next week. And then I mean, our next episode probably probably Ray Jepskin, um cut cut to the feeling, which is one of my favorites. We'll talk about that later too. <laughs> It's <laughs> a good one. All right, bud. Well, hey, I'll bet. I'll bet. Hey, just one. a reminder, guys. We uh, we'll have an episode on Friday for the challenge, and be on the lookout 